0: Hey, everybody, this is Chuck Marone with Strong Towns. Welcome back to the Strong Towns podcast. I'm sitting in the office. It's Monday, uh, the 19th of June at uh, 1.59 a.m. It's almost two in the morning. And uh, <laughs> why am I here? I actually have a, a uh, energizing mango lime kickstart. So I probably won't be going to sleep anytime soon even if I went home and went to bed right now, but I'm I'm not planning to do that. I am here pretty much for the duration. Um, last week I was uh, traveling. I, I went to Atlanta for FECON. FECON is the, uh, boy, listen to me. I, I don't even know what the FECON stands for. It, it's uh, something of economic education. Basically, it's, it's a group that is trying to educate, particularly young people, about economic principles, particularly like libertarian economic principles. And and I got invited to go speak at this and it was really fun. There was a lot of energy there. And the the people at Market Urbanism who are kind of friends with us, I won't say kind of friends, they are friends with us. I uh, have enjoyed their work and we've been lucky enough to have some of them on the podcast here and shared some of their work on our site. A great group of people. They were uh, sponsoring or, or, or organizing a track at FECON. And I got invited to speak as part of that and then also got to listen to a bunch of them. And it was a it was a great time. I had a I had a really enjoyable time, um, not only professionally, but but personally. These were a bunch of really fun people. On Saturday, uh, I actually uh, flew from Atlanta Back home to Minneapolis, but then I didn't drive the length home. I actually flew then to Calgary, Alberta, where I participated, uh, I guess what it would be, I was going to say today, (laughs) what would be yesterday, uh, I've yet to go to bed. So uh, I participated yesterday uh, in a conference, a a resilience conference in uh, Calgary. It was a, a group of planners from across Canada had come to Calgary to talk about resilience and how they... uh, It was basically like their national planning conference, and I was the keynote speaker on the the kickoff day. Uh, It was a great time. They had over 700 people there. It was um, a big room, very exciting. Uh, As I'm speaking, I had an hour to to speak, and as I'm speaking, they kept adding time to the clock. So I've gotten kind of... uh, now, let me say this in a humble way. I've gotten kind of good at this in the sense that, I, you know, I can I can watch a clock and if I need to finish, I can wrap up. And if I have a little bit of extra time, I can elaborate on things. And it was almost like they kept giving me bonus time. So go ahead and speak longer. Go ahead and speak longer. And so I just, I just kept going. And it was a blast. I, I had a lot of fun. They had a, a really kind of robust Q&A session at the end that was pretty great. And then they... Made me an honorary uh, Calgary, you know, citizen of Calgary. Uh, they gave me a cowboy hat and uh, made me do a little like uh, rodeo dance and uh, yodel, which uh, my voice has like no ability to do any falsetto. So my, my yodeling was pretty pathetic, but I think people captured it on video. So I'm sure that will be somewhere for everybody to laugh at me. But it was a fun time. Uh, I did a, a breakout session then after that, and that was well attended. And we just kind of jammed a little bit in that. And uh, I, I think really impacted the, the dialogue there in in Calgary and got on the plane and, and came home. Uh, got home in time tonight to tuck the kids in bed and say hi to my wife. And then she went to bed <laughs> and I came in here and I've been working uh, since about uh, 10 o'clock. Why, have, why am I here at 2 a.m.? Why have I been working since then? Why will I be here a little while longer before I, I check in for the night? It is our member drive week. Uh, twice a year, we step back and we ask you, our listeners here in the podcast, and there are many, many of you, we've actually doubled our podcast audience so far, so far this year from where we started January 1st to now, we are more than double uh, the number of you listening. And uh, this is the point in time where we ask you to become a member. Uh, I I wrote today for the the site a piece and I kind of wanted to review a couple of things in there because it really points to how much this movement has grown and how pivotal your membership has been to that growth. Uh, I, I remember back in 2011 when I was invited to speak in Bismarck, North Dakota and those of you that have been with us a long time probably remember Justin, <laughs> my my good friend Justin Bursley. He's my neighbor now. Uh, used to be my my colleague. We worked together, and uh, he has since gone on to greater things. Uh, but in the very early days of Strong Towns, it was Justin and I. And Justin and I, uh, I got an invitation to come speak in Bismarck, and Bismarck is six and a half hours away. So Justin and I took turns driving there and and back so that we could do this event. Uh, He volunteered his time. I, of course, was we were I was not getting paid. The organization was not getting paid. We were just doing everything we could to to share this message. And they 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 kind of promised us that they would, you know, have a bunch of people that would attend and they were really excited. Uh, Got there and it was time to go on stage. And there were two people there, (laughs) the two people who had organized the event. And that was it. Uh, They they managed to kind of go around and rustle up one other person. Uh, So I, you know, I'm standing there and there's three of us and Justin uh, and myself. And I said, you know what? Every day is like Shea Stadium. Get up there and and do your best. And I did. I I gave it everything I had. Uh, I used to play in in bands uh, a lot growing up and, and as an adult before I had kids and uh, this good friend of mine and I had this statement. We, we would tell each other, like, every gig is Shea Stadium. You, you give it your all. You give everything you've got. Uh, you, you don't do it halfway. Uh, you play every gig like it was Shea Stadium. And someday if you're at Shea Stadium, uh, you know, you, you, won't, you won't have to turn it up a notch. You'll already know how to do it. And so to me, standing up in front of an audience of three people, It's like Shea Stadium. You got to give it everything you've got. Um, Those three uh, women are are beautiful people. I've stayed in touch with them. I love the work they've done in in downtown Bismarck. Uh, I I think they've all three become members. I know two of them have. I think all three of them have. And certainly they've done a lot to share our message ever since. I I have gone back and uh, to another event they put together that was attended by a lot of people. So uh, I don't want to pretend that they're Organizing skills are not that great, um, but it it kind of points to the very kind of humble beginnings of this organization and the extent that we would go to just to reach one or two people who would listen to our message. I contrast this with an event I did last year for the American Public Works Association. Uh, they had their meeting here in Minneapolis. I was actually flying home from somewhere else. I can't even remember. And... We were able to schedule this. I, I flew in and, and did this event and then drove home from it. So it's kind of the end of a, a longer trip. And when I, I got there, um, I knew it was a, i knew it was a big event. I knew it was a significant kind of thing. Uh, they had ordered a bunch of books and had a book signing planned and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I, I didn't really realize how big of an event it was. So I got there and they, of course, had people who were, were running things that would meet me. I had my own kind of personal uh, Sherpa, maybe for lack of a better name, someone who brought me around and made sure that I got to where I was going. They had a green room that I was in with all the, the swag and everything. And uh, so I'm back there um, waiting to go on. Uh, there's, you know, the TV, of the proceedings and all that. I got to chatting with one of the other guys back there. And, you know, he he was the kind of MC, the the warm-up act in a sense, and I was chatting with him, like, you know, well what what do you do when you're not doing this? And I came to find out that he is Indiana Jones. He actually is a was a stunt man. He is a stunt man. At the Walt at Walt Disney World at Hollywood Studios, there's a Indiana Jones uh performance and the performance includes live stunt actors who are falling off of buildings and uh, doing all kinds of other things. And he is one of those stuntmen. He's one of the people who plays Indiana Jones. And he was invited by this group, the American public works association to come and be the MC in a sense of their, uh, of their gathering. He got up before I spoke and he, you know, gave a, a humorous talk and kind of warmed up the crowd and got things going for the day. Uh, before it was my turn to go on this woman who was my Sherpa for lack of a better word came in and, and got me out of the green room and fetched me and then walked me up to the edge of the stage. There's actually a little path laid out in tape on the floor that, you know, said, walk here and stop here and wait here for your turn to go on. And so I, I, I stood there and, and she kind of waited with me and, uh, they played this little video beforehand and it, it was one of these things where Uh, they had taken clips of past talks that I had given and they had mixed it in with like this high powered music and uh, all these different photos and camera angles. And they, you know, someone had spent a lot of time making me look really important and cool. (laughs) I guess that's, that's about all you can say. Um, I was impressed with me by the time they got done with this. And I'll never forget, at the end, you know, they had the uh, the announcer who's one of these, you know, the kind of announcer that you get in like the the movies where they're saying, you know, the the, the reading the, the script or what have you. And, you know, at the end, he said something along the lines of, you know, he's an engineer, he's a planner, he's a visionary. Uh, you know, welcome Charles Marone. And then like they shove me out on stage (laughs) and I'm standing here and there's these blinding uh, spotlights on me and I'm standing on this huge stage in this massive auditorium with hundreds and hundreds of people there. And all of a sudden it's me. And I I remember being like embarrassed. I remember, you know, my Minnesota sensibilities kind of kicked in and I went out there and I kind of downplayed it. I'm like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> that was a little bit over the top, but I'll I'll try to you know live up to those expectations. It 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 wasn't till later on the ride home that I, I really started to think about that situation, and I, I started to get, get my own ego out of the way and understand what what was happening. This wasn't an introduction of Chuck Marone, right? This this wasn't. This wasn't a celebration of me, per se, as an individual. This was an introduction of us. This was an introduction of the Strong Towns movement. Uh, this wasn't, you know, Chuck the engineer and planner. This was, you know, the, the, the president, the head of Strong Towns and the founder of the Strong Towns organization, which is the head of a movement of thousands of people uh, around the world and you know this year over a million readers uh, people advocating all over the country for a different approach and when i started to think about it like that it, it changed my it, it 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 changed that kind of embarrassment that i had for you know kind of uh hype that i thought was a little bit over the top for for me it changed that to a, a sense of, I don't want to use the word duty. That, that's what's coming to mind right now at, at 2 12 a.m. Um, but a, a sense of like pride and responsibility and camaraderie uh, with all of you. Um, you know, I, I'm out there and I get to see every day the hundreds of people that are responding to this message. I get the inbox full of email from people telling me their stories and, and, and telling me what's going on in their communities and, and thanking me for the work that uh, all of us are doing to share this message and, and to make room for people in this country who want to bring about change. And, and, and I get to see that every day. I get to live it, I get to experience it. And it's a very humbling kind of thing um, to to have an announcement like that. And I've been given many, many more. I, I said today I was made an honorary citizen of Calgary. Um, I, I I said that kind of jokingly. Uh, I, I didn't take it as a joke. That was a that was a big deal. That was a very kind thing. And, um, you know, th- they, they made a very big deal out of it. I think that that is important for us as a movement. When I can go places and say we have thousands of members, uh, we have uh, you know a million people reading our site, we have tens of thousands listening to our podcast. What that says is that this is a message that matters. This is a movement that matters. These are ideas that can't be and should not be ignored. And that's bigger than me that's bigger than, than, than Rachel and Kia and Max, that's bigger than our board of directors, Th- that, that is a, a big deal. And it comes down to you. It comes down to the fact that not only are you out there listening, but you're out there talking to people about it. You're out there telling other people to listen. You're out there sharing these thoughts and these ideas. And uh, many of you have taken the step uh, to actually become members and support the organization and help us do more of this. I'm going to talk this week and I'm going to be back uh, every day of this week is the plan to talk about different facets of, of Strong Towns, what we're doing, how we're doing it, what we've got coming up, uh, the things that we want to do. But today, what I, I really just want to emphasize is how impactful this movement has become and how important your membership and your support is to making that happen. We have people all over this country, whether it, it, it's professionals, like you know people in Fate, Texas, uh, or Hayes, Kansas, where we have you know the administrators and the planners and the engineers all working to try to implement Strongtown's approach in their community, trying to explain this to their elected officials and, and, and their residents and bring about change whether it's people like those in Shreveport Louisiana uh who you heard a lot about earlier this year or Utica New York where we're going to be next week uh both places are looking at huge mega projects major mega projects being kind of put forth by the powers that be and and they feel helpless to push back until we can help them uh with a language with ideas with a way of talking about these things uh, that are transcendent and universal, and help them stand up to uh, really kind of the, the the mindless inertia of these huge mega projects. It's making a huge difference. We 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 go to a place like Springfield, Massachusetts, where a couple of weeks ago I wrote the piece, uh, just informing the city that hey, I can work for you for free pro bono uh, to help fix this street. Or I can work for the next person, the family of the next person who's killed here. Which one is it going to be? Which one is it going to be? Had I done that three years ago, it wouldn't have made any difference at all, right? It wouldn't have mattered. But today it matters. It matters a lot, not just because we're standing up and saying it, but because we're standing up and saying it with this huge movement behind us. With thousands of members. And and over a million people on our site and tens of thousands of podcast readers, that's what gives us the capacity to stand up and say these things and really kind of pressure people who are reluctant to go down a path of change to actually go down that path. Not only in Springfield, but in cities like it around the country. And and finally, you know, we see leaders like, you know, the governor of North Dakota, Strong Town's member. Uh, like the mayor of Salisbury, Maryland, like council members in Fayetteville, Arkansas, people who are out there talking the Strong Towns talk, are sharing the message with people in their community, are, are, con- are, are using our talking points to make change in their places. We're, we're seeing them out there. When these great leaders step up uh, and, and push for change, our movement, all of you, uh, add credibility to their efforts. I really need you today, uh, on this first day of our member drive, uh, to get us off to a great start by going to the website, going to strongtowns.org, signing up to become a member. Uh, click on the join the movement button there in the upper right hand corner. Uh, you can sign up at, at five dollars a month, ten dollars a month. You can give us twenty five bucks a year. You, you can give us a dollar if that's what it, 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 if that's all you can afford to help us out with today. Uh, every little bit helps and every person that's committed to moving this uh, forward helps uh every person that we can add to our, our roster of change agents helps to n- not only give credibility and heft to this movement uh but to help us grow uh and 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 help us to do more to create change around this country around the continent and, and really in in, an, in a way that astounds me and amazes me around the world. I I could share some just incredible stories about people in African countries and Asian countries who have sent us emails and letters saying, you know, hey, I want to start a South African version of Strong Towns. I want to start a a Strong Towns chapter in Zimbabwe. Uh, Here in Indonesia, here in the Philippines, we want to do Strong Towns too. Um, This thing has grown beyond... Anything that I ever imagined that it would. Uh, But we're just getting started. We're just getting started. And we need you today to go to the website, sign up to become a member. And if you're already a member, thank you. Uh, You know, tell someone else that they need to become a member today. Nudge someone else along that path. Go talk to your employer and see if they're willing to do an employer match or become a sponsor uh, on their own. Uh, We're building a movement of a million people who care. We want to get this message in front of everyone in this country so that in no city will a conversation take place without someone being able to stand up and offer an informed and a thoughtful Strong Towns argument uh, to, to, to whatever the situation is. I'm going to close today with uh, a little story from the early days. Uh, our, our Strong Towns drives have always included uh, this little kids jingle um when my daughters were younger uh you know they have a dad that that travels a lot and part of the you know uh, upside of that which i I don't know as they always appreciate is that when i'm when i'm home i can be very much home right when i'm home i can be a, a rather involved dad heck i i work at the office at two in the morning when they're sleeping so when they're up and home i'm home with them and that's a blessing um, but when I'm gone, I'm I'm very, very gone. And this week, for example, I've been gone since uh, since Wednesday night, uh, gone till Sunday. And and that's really hard on them. Uh, it's a it's a trade off. And, uh, you know, we all deal with it. But in some ways, it, it's hard on them. And there have been times when, you know, they've uh, lamented things and said, oh, dad, why do you have to go? And I wish you were home. And, and now that they're a little bit older and they actually have some electronic devices. They'll text me, um, on the road and, and, you know, dad, when are you going to be home? And one of the things early on, uh, when they were back in the Sesame street days, there was this little song, one of the Elmo songs by, uh, will I am. And as we're listening to this song, this song comes on, uh, my daughter turns to me and she goes, dad, this song's about you. And so, we always like to uh, include this in our member drive because all of us uh, together are going to keep on making our cities stronger, uh, keep on making our neighborhood stronger, and uh, keep on ourselves getting stronger. Thanks, everybody, for all you do. If what I am is what's in me, then I'll stay strong, that's who I'll be. And I will always be the best me that I can be. There's only one me, I am it. Have a dream, I'll follow it. It's up to me to try. Oh, I'm going to keep my head up high. Keep on reaching high. Never going to quit. I'll keep getting stronger. And nothing's